hop and even slower That's a hop When a wreck starts spinning Eat your lips and when you're chicken at the hop Do the dance sensations That are sweet in the nation At the hop Let's go to 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 the hop Come on Let's go to the hop Well you can swim it, you can do it You can really start to move it at the hop Where the jockey is the smoothest and the music is the coolest at the hop All the cats and the chicks gonna get their kicks at the hop Let's go! Let's go to the hop 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 Come on Let's go to the hop Let's go! Chicken at the hop Do the dance sensations Not a scream of the nation At the hop You can swing it You can move it You can really start to move it At the hop Where the jockey is the smoothest And the music is the coolest At the hop All the cats and the chicks Gonna get their kicks At the hop Let's go At the Hop with uh, Danny and the Juniors. Uh, there's a song that uh, used to give you one bop and it's Swant Nabbit Hall. And uh, playing that because I'm going to have a, the next part of the interview with Neil Thomas from Big Black Cadillac, who I uh, had on last time. So we'll be chatting about the Swant Nabbit days and also um, some bit more about his music career and some of the bits and pieces. So... Um, Looking forward to that. Um, also, be having a bit of a chat about Gene Vincent because uh, he was born this month, uh, the 11th of February, 1935. So it gives me a good chance to uh, play a couple of his songs. And uh, why don't we kick off with Catman? Catman's are coming, you better look out. Catman's are coming, running about. Catman's are coming, looking for a girl. Better hide your sister, my hand. C is for the crazy hairdo that he wears around. A is for the arms that he'll sneak around your waist. For the taste of the lips belong to you, Catman. Catman! 
M is for the main things that this mean man does. A is for all the hearts that he has ever broke. N is for the names of the list you may be on. Yeah, man. Cameraman! Rock! Catman looking for a woman all day long. I better watch out because of heels in your mess. I better watch out or you're gonna be kissed. I better watch out because of heels in your mess. Catman. Watch out because I'm the cat man. Cat man. Back to my interview with Neil Thomas, and we started off by reminiscing about the old Swanton Abbott Village Hall. Hut's gone now. I don't know if you knew. Yeah. Uh, where, where we used to have all the record hops and bops, and and the floor was so wooden and suspended that when people danced, it went up and down about a foot and a half. It That's just right. wobbled like a wobble board. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> but um, yeah, great days, uh, David. Great days. But so much fun, and what a great crowd. Well, it was um, interesting because I was thinking about it the other day, and it was just um, I think one of the things that uh, um, I remember is that. You know, there's the Teddy Boys and the Rockabilly guys there, and then there'd be a few punks, and then the girls were there, and we'd have our yeah. 15 minute sections, you know, like we'd get about three songs, and then the punks at Pogo for three songs, and then the girls danced to Abba for three songs or something. And it was just... yes, yeah, it was like share, and it was all timed out to, to be even. It was, it was great fun though, and we just I mean, if we were smoking then or whatever, we'd go outside for a cigarette while the punks did their bit and then yeah. they'd go out while we did our bit. Um, it wasn't a friendly time between punks and rockers and rockabillies at the time. But but now, because of psychobilly, of course, it's all it's all come together in the UK anyway. Um, punks and rockabillies and stuff, psychobillies are all pretty much happy. We, we've headlined a punk festival before, so um, yeah. don't ask me how that came about. I really don't know, but it was fun. And it, it went down well, so that those old days have gone, which I think is a good thing, and the music's moved forward for everybody. Yeah, I, I, I sometimes worry when I see about all the stuff about the, you know, the music and stuff like that, and how people want to keep living in the past all the time, which is fantastic. But I, um, you know, when when bands are putting out original stuff and they go, "Oh, that's not as good as the old stuff," it's like, well, you know, it's good to move forward a bit and try different things yeah, yeah. out. And, you're quite right in my opinion david we we had that before i mean i i didn't even know i could sing a note until the year 2000 and a couple of mate oh a mate of mine we uh, somewhere else you'd know we practiced at skyton village hall in the uk in norfolk and um, for six months religiously just him on guitar and me on so we wrote eight songs or six songs and borrowed two of a mate we then got clive perchard from stalham who plays in a top psychobilly band called stage fright in the uk he came and played bass wayne beecham on drums we went to Western Star Studios, which is Alan Wilson of the Sharks. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, we recorded um, over three or four days these tracks I'd never sung before. And the band, we, we were called Shock Therapy then. 
and we put out these original songs and Crazy Love Records signed us up. I hadn't even done a gig by then, and we got signed before I'd even gigged. Well, um, and then we we did a couple of gigs. We did one with Steve Hooker down in Essex, who's who's a top sort of blues rockabilly man, and um, yeah, and then sadly that band imploded because uh, guitarists like to drink or two <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah so then I joined a skiffle band for 15 years called Ugly Dog Skiffle Combo playing a washboard and singing a bit and doing backing vocals um, but at the same time I, I then formed Big Black Cadillac in 2010 I think it was and yeah we we had a fantastic uh, amount of gigs I think we did about 500 gigs in in six seven years wow we we really did a lot, and then obviously we've had a two and two year plus break. And, yeah, um, it's great. To, it's great to be back. It's it's better at this age though when we've got a sound engineer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Humping and dumping gear around at, at my age now is not what I enjoy so much. But love love playing live, as you probably. Okay, back to Gene Vincent, who was born February the eleventh, and uh, died in nineteen seventy one. Had a very colourful and uh, pretty wild existence overall. But um, he certainly had a big influence on, on rock and roll, especially the the early stuff. Um, and we've got the classics, Bebop, Lula, all that, you know, all that stuff with the the blue caps. And I, I think out of all of them, he was one of the ones who had the real edge to his style, which uh, certainly... Um, Got that real rebel, rebel sound kind of going, and uh, he had a big influence in England. Um, of course, he was touring there with Eddie Cochran when Eddie Cochran died in nineteen sixty. Um, but uh, when he when he went back, he had that uh, black leather look, which I think uh, really moved things on through the um, through that British style, uh, the the harder rocking style and things like that which raccoons have um also kind of followed in that uh that kind of tradition in, in a lot of ways and a lot of the english bands did so i think he, he had a, a really big influence on the in the uh uk scene so i thought i'd play as one of his greats it's a song we used to do it's not him but uh pretty sure you'll know who this is Blue jean, baby, with your big blue eyes. Don't want you looking at other guys. Got to make you give me.
Okay, we're going to have our last little chat to Neil. I uh, just want to thank him again for being on the show. I'm hoping to bring more people on in the future. I'll put some links up uh, for YouTube clips. He sent me a few early stuff of other stuff he's done. Uh, there's all, there's also going to be the link to Bumping and Shaking by Big Black Cadillac. Uh, so you can get that through Raucous Records. Um, and so finally, I was just uh, generally chatting and and saying what kind of influences and things he was he remembers from the time. Yeah, yeah. I think I grew up with same as you, really. Early days, Max Matchbox, Crazy Cavern, Riot Rockers, and 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 obviously even Shaking Stevens, who I still admire as a performer. I think he he's been a brilliant. Uh, ambassador for the music scene although his early stuff was a lot better I think with the sunsets but you know I, I just think and, there, and there's so many of them going here still going some of the older people are still gigging older than me and older than you it's it's amazing uh, the longevity of some of these careers some of them have had uh, and I think it's admirable but it's it's just an amazing music genre um, yeah. So I've been I've got to write some original stuff but we as I said we would go back to shock therapy we did that and we got a bit slated but, but our stuff was quite well. It was quite wild. I'll send you a copy of something <laughs> later. But it, it was completely different to what we're doing now, and um, it was like '80s neo psychobilly. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was tuneful, and it was the quality of Western Star Studio with Alan was was immense. But um, yeah, some of the songs on it weren't really classed as that music genre, so we got a bit of a ticking off by some of the some of the um, music fans on the scene, but. But now we're back, and I'm proud of the the last album, uh, Bopping and Shaking, so much. Yeah. Because it, it's raw, it's energetic. Um, I think we just had a great write-up in the UK Rock and Roll magazine, which I haven't actually seen yet, but um, that's that's lovely to know. But, of course, now the problem is, David, on the rock and roll rockabilly scene in the UK, for, for I don't know about Europe, but in the UK, all the major venues because we've been off the scene um we can't get into them at the moment because they've they've got a backlog of two years of people and bands that were booked to do the big event events before covid and then covid has hit us so they're two years behind so it may be another two years before we can even get on it's true what uh, neil said it's uh, certainly caused a backlog in gigs and so forth uh, he was just generally asking me if it's the same situation here um and due to our circumstances, just the moment that we're in a bit of a hiatus as such, uh, we haven't investigated too far, but um, I can imagine it's the same problem here in Australia and so forth. So it's been a difficult time, but um, hopefully things will start happening. More festivals, more pubs opening up, people will be able to dance again, go out. But... Um, Anyway, I'll keep getting the information out, chatting to people. And as I said before, it was brilliant to talk to Neil. And that uh, that old rock and roll scene, it certainly has got life in it. And it certainly was a fantastic thing to grow up in as such. So anyway, I just wanted to get this episode out. I'm hoping to do everyone one every two weeks now. Uh, the one in between, I'm going to be doing on spotify now that's going to take a little bit bit of time to kind of get going but i've got one up already which has got a fair bit of uh, fair bit of music on it so um check that out 
on Spotify. It's a Spotify only edition. But I wanted to finish today's episode with uh, a song that we've got on Panic, our new album. That's Raccoons. Again, I'll put a link, a Bandcamp link. And this song's called Skullbuster, which is actually a drink. And it's related to Gene Vincent, so um, it all works in well together. So thanks for listening. We'll chat soon and keep rocking. Two minutes, Mr. Vincent. Go!